Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Please do not mistake the title of our weekly dose and this podcast as a reference to Christmas yet, because it's not even Halloween. By the time you listen to this, it will be after Halloween, but certainly not yet Christmas. And I, as I wrote out the title earlier, it didn't even occur to me at the time that some people might go, this is a Christmas message in November. It is not. So if this is your first time joining us for the podcast or for our Weekly Dose Live, I want to welcome you. It is such a privilege to come to you every week and share with you what the Holy Spirit's putting on my heart to share, to free you, free you from the bondage of, of the struggle of bridging faith and business and to equip you to pursue success God's way and really embrace and understand and walk out what it means to hustle with heart. So welcome if this is your first time, and if you haven't already, go subscribe. Leave me a leave me a review for the podcast. So, do you hear what I hear? You know, often I'm in a conversation with someone, and I'm sharing, uh, they're sharing their story, and I'm sharing mine. And first, I want you all to know that your story has merit because in your story is God's miracle. There is miracle in your mess. There is glory in your story. And in your story, your hindsight becomes someone's foresight with God's insight. So very often I'm in conversations with people and we're we're sharing our journey and pursuing success God's way. And whether they're a hustle with heart coaching client or not, we're often talking about, you know, the struggle that it is to pursue success his way because it looks so different than the world's and the backlash that can happen and the persecution, quote unquote, that can happen as we walk in the center of his will. And so inevitably, the the conversation turns to this, this concept of, or the reality really, of how do I know I'm walking in the center of God's will. How do I know? So when I, as the hustle with heart coach say to someone, this is where God has called me. How do I know that is the case? So I wanted to unpack this today because I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine, actually a Voxer conversation. I talked a little bit about this in my daily dose from today, October 28th. And she said to me that she was getting confirmation of the things that she was doing that she knew God had told her and called her to do. And that confirmation came to her because people who were not following her on social media, people whom she knows, but were not following her on social media, not giving her likes, comments, etc., were saying to her, your message really resonated with me and it brought me value. And I'm so grateful that you're talking about this topic. And, and that was confirmation for her that she truly is walking in the center of God's will and pursuing his view of success customized to her as his 
custom creation as we all are. So I wanted to unpack this because I often hear people say, I don't hear God. I, how do I even know that he's talking to me? So I'm going to give you some really practical ways to know and trust that he hears you and some practical ways that you can ensure that you hear from him. So let's dig in. The first thing that you have to think about is, do you know and trust that he hears our prayers? So I have a number of scriptural references for you around this. So the first one is 1 John chapter 5, 14 and 15. And this is what it says in the New King James Version. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And the promise is, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And what Dr. Charles Stanley says in his commentary on this is that our confidence in prayer is not based on our earnestness or our passion, but on our relationship with God. I want you to bookmark that for a second because I'm going to come back to it. We have an unshakable assurance in every circumstance of life that because of his power, wisdom, and love, We can confront every difficulty with confidence because the Lord has promised us the victory when we call upon and obey him. So that's 1 John 5, 14 and 15. In 1 Peter, let me go there, 3, verse 12, 3, verse 12, it says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So the point here is his ears are open to us. So number one, you've got to trust and know that he hears your prayers. Number two, you've got to have time with him daily, and you've got to have Maybe it's not daily. Maybe it's a few times a week, but you've got to carve out time to get to know him. The question is, do you really have a relationship with him? Do you know his character? And do you know that you can seek him? In First Chronicles 16, 11, it says, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. In Jeremiah 29, 13, it says, You will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. You seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. Dr. Charles Stanley comments on this and says, this does not mean that we're seeking something from the Lord, but rather we want to know him. And if we really want to know the Lord and his plans for our life, he will move heaven and earth to show us. So we seek him and obey him. Whatever he tells us to do, for we will find him and our obedience will surely bring blessing. So you've got to have a relationship with him. You've got to know his character. How do you know his character? You go to the Bible. You see throughout his word the way he moved in the lives of the saints of the Bible and how they trusted and they had faith that he was hearing their prayer and that he would move on their behalf even if it didn't look the way that they thought that it should look. It's about having the faith and the patience to wait on him. And then it's about speaking in his will what you're asking for. Number three, 
God will speak to us and we must expect that he speaks to us in an omni-channel way. So as I said on my daily dose this morning, it's not a James Earl Jones, Morgan Freeman, God voice that we hear. But here's how God shows up. For my friend Jesse, God showed up to affirm what she was doing that he had called her to through the message that her friend imparted about the value that she was bringing through her ministry of writing. It could be a song. It could most certainly be the Bible. And it can be a verse or or multiple verses in the Bible that you've read a million times, but suddenly you're at exactly the juncture point where you can understand that verse differently and it applies directly to the situation that you're in. It might come from reading a book. It might come from listening to a podcast. He might show up um, and show you different numbers. I know that the Lord speaks to me in songs. I know that I feel him speak to me through podcasts and sermons that I listen to. And how do I know this? How do I know this? Because the situation that's in my life that I'm praying over, that I'm asking for his wisdom and I'm asking him to show me his ways, will show up in the song, will show up in the sermon, and and I will get a word. And, And that's what I mean by I hear from him. So how do I know that what I'm doing as the Hustle With Heart coach is walking in obedience to him? Well, because he put it on my heart to share my story and he put it on my heart to step forward with this idea of pursuing success God's way and hustle with heart. How did I find that title? Another friend of mine said that to me and I immediately knew that's that's where God was calling me. I talk about in the chapter I'm writing in my book right now, which by the way, publishes in February, so mark your calendars. I'm in the chapter right now on trust. And one of the things that I talk about is having a really foggy day and that I knew I needed to get away from my desk and go for a walk. Um, And what had called me away from my desk where I was getting sucked into the fog is I was scrolling social media, you guys. And I was looking around comparing and coveting other people's success and seeing people I know be on a stage. And I remember walking out toward the boardwalk because I live in um, the Chesapeake Beach area of Maryland. So I live right on the bay. There's a boardwalk here. I'm telling you, I wasn't a hundred yards from my from my front door when I said, Lord, I just don't understand why I can't have that stage. Why am I not on that stage? Why have you no longer put me on the path to get to that stage? And I felt deep inside me, it was not an audible, but it was a thought that said, that's not your stage. In that moment, I knew what I was coveting was not what God had called me to, but that there was something better and customized for me. That's what I mean by hearing God speak. That's what I mean by knowing God has called you to something. If you're not sure, number four is to obey. So obey what what you feel that he's put out in front of you. Obey the, the instruction to call that person. You know, sometimes God will put a name on our hearts and he wants us to reach out to that person. Maybe it's simply to call them and tell them you're thinking of them or you're praying over them, but maybe it is to reach out to them in your business. When that happens, don't ignore it. Be obedient because guess what? The worst thing that can happen is that God will redirect you. God will redirect you. I talked about last week, the conversation that I had with Dr. Sherry Yoder, who is um, 
the the host of the podcast Thriving Thoughts with Dr. Sherry, which go subscribe to that. It's an amazing podcast. And she talked about um, her prayer to the Lord, which I will paraphrase, which is, you know, Lord, you know what you've given me to do and you know the gifts that you've given me. What do I need to do today to walk in the center of your will? Make a way for this to happen and provide for me as it happens. I will also often pray, redirect me if this is not where you want me to go. Where else have I seen God show up when I'm obedient? You know, um, this may be challenging for some people to understand, but it has become abundantly clear to me in the last two and a half years that God has called me to not focus in my Arbonne wellness business. Now, he has been incredibly gracious not to take my business to zero, and he's been incredibly gracious to give me an amazing team that I can serve and amazing clients that I can serve. And yet, what I know in the core of my being is that he has said, not audibly, you focus on hustle with heart, you focus on your business consulting, and let me take care of Arbonne. And that has been the hardest thing in my journey, you guys, to let that go because that's the place that I know I can control. I know I can control that. I can do that business. But what that doesn't allow is God's limitless supernatural movement in it. And the way I know that he's blessed my obedience when I set that down and I focus elsewhere is that he blesses my Arbon business and he blesses my consulting business. And so when I piece that together over the last two years, I go, hold on a second. When I'm obedient, he's moved over here. Does it always look the way I want it to look? And the answer is no, because trust me, if I had it my way, I'd be walking the stage as a national vice president, but that's not where God wants me focused. He continues to bless that business, but this is where he wants me focused as the hustle with heart coach. So you've got to be obedient and take the step when it's clear what he's revealed to you. So I want to take you two places. I want to take you to Luke chapter five, verse five. And this is so powerful. And I, and I think it really illustrates what happens when you trust and know that it is God doing this work in you. So in Luke 5, 5, Jesus has um, come to his disciples. Um, unbeknownst to them, he, he commandeers in his peaceful way one of their boats so that he can go off the shore and, and teach to the people that are on the shore. And here's Simon, who he re- later names Peter, tired dragging he's been out all night fishing and they've caught nothing right so what jesus says in chapter five and in in chapter five verse four is launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch but simon answered and said to him master we have toiled all night and caught nothing nevertheless at your word i will let down the net so recognizing that he was the messiah After toiling all night and catching nothing, he said, because you said it, I will do it. So we've got to be obedient in that. Not halfway, not hemming and hawing, not digging in our heels. We've got to be obedient in it, you guys, because in that obedience, he will bless us. It just may not look the way that we want. So I want to also take you 
to Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8. Now, I do want to preface this by saying this is very often a verse, verses that are taken out of context um, and, and used in many other types of books and, um, and content to say, if you just ask, it'll be given to you. But I want to break this down for you. So verse 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be opened. But let me give you Charles Stanley's commentary on this so I can just clear the air on what the scripture truly means. He says, God has a wonderful plan for your life, but you must Humble yourself before him and ask him to reveal it to you. When you knock on the door of his heart through prayer and thanksgiving, he opens himself up to you. The greatest blessings we can receive are not material in nature. They are the blessings of his infinite love and care for us. He delights in showering us with good things, but we must present our requests to him. And I will add, they must be aligned to his will. So you may have heard me talk about that number of years ago, I read a fantastic book by uh, Pastor Mark Patterson, who is the pastor of National Community Church in Washington, D.C. And the, um, the, the uh, book is The Circle Maker. Now, at the time, I was not fully devoted to my relationship with Christ, but I was so fully devoted to Aaron's goals. And so I read this book and I got down on my knees in my family room and I drew a circle around myself and I was like, Lord, I am drawing a circle around this big title promotion that I want. And God did not bless that. And it did not happen because that was not his will for me. Does that mean it's not his will for someone else? Absolutely not. But can I get caught up in a swirl looking left and right and seeing it happen for someone else? Well, if I'm not focused on the fact that God has a specific plan for me, guess what? I can't hear him speak. And I won't be open with my eyes, my ears, my heart, and mind to look for when he's speaking to me because I will not have come to him in prayer because I will have not spent time with him on a regular basis building my relationship with him. So here's what I want to leave you guys with. If you feel like you're not hearing from the Lord, there are a few questions that you can ask yourself to be sure that you're on the right track. Here are the questions from my perspective. Number one, are you believing and expecting that he truly hears you? And we heard in scripture that he does hear us. God wants to be taken at his word and he desires our faith and our trust. So Mark 9, 24 says, I do believe, help my unbelief. So it may not be that you're not believing. It just may be that your faith is a little immature. And so therefore, that immature, imperfect faith needs underpinning in his strength. So just pray to him about that. Number two, is your request aligned to his will? So is what you're praying over aligned to his will? You know, are you praying and prescribing a specific answer versus saying, Lord, here's where I am. I'm not sure where you want me to turn to. I want to go this way, but is that within your will? And he will answer. It has to be about what is your intention and what is the heart behind what you're asking. Number three, are you spending consistent time with him? 
Your spending consistent time with him shows your desire to know him, to know his character and to grow your faith in him. So ask yourself that. And then number four, are you looking? Are you looking in multimedia in three dimensions, right? Three dimensional sound surround sound for him to speak to you. Are you paying attention when you're listening to the song or the podcast or you're reading or you're in his word? Are you praying before you get into his word and say, Lord, I'm praying that you will reveal to me what you want me to know today. Friends, the deal is this. These steps that I've given you tonight are absolutely the steps that helped me get to a place where I can decipher and discern when God is trying to show me something or trying to speak life over the situation in my life. So I really encourage you to go back, listen to this again, listen to the podcast when it posts in a couple of weeks, share it with others. But I'd love for you to get down below here or the comments here in the Success God's Way community or in the podcast and tell me, where are you seeing God move? Where did you not think he was moving, but now as a result of learning about this tonight, that you're actually hearing him or seeing him move? And the last question is, do you hear what I hear? Are you hearing the Lord speak to you in his multidimensional ways? And if not, I hope you now have some practical ways that you can dig into his word and your relationship with him so that you can see him move in your business and hear him give you the direction to build the business that honors him and serves his people. Thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. And I am excited to see what this does in your life and in your business over the next week. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit AaronHarrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review and sharing it with others.